0: Hey guys, Joubert Abraham here. Wow, today's guest is an amazing communicator. We're going to dig deep in terms of not embellishing your communication or what we call the power of no BS marketing with Lee Bonneton. So definitely check out this episode. Uh, Let me know if you like it. Comment, reach out to us on LinkedIn. Can't wait to hear your thoughts.
1: Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jule Bear Abraham, Abraham. where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs
0: everyone. Uh, Welcome today to the Small Biz Tips podcast. I'm excited. I have this amazing guy here today. He's going to drop some gems for us. His name is Lee Barnathan. I'm hoping I say his name right. Right. That's right. (laughs) Good, good, good. So Lee, tell us more about you, your background. How'd you get started with LB Communications?
1: Well, um, my background's in journalism and Mm. I have a journalism degree and when I went out on my own 15 years ago, I wanted to use the principles of journalism, specifically honesty, accuracy, brevity, Mm. and clarity in being able to communicate better. And along the way, Mm. I came to notice that a lot of marketing copy is, oh, how should I say this? Full of bullshit.
0: (laughs) It's got
1: a lot of lying. It's got a lot of exaggeration. It's got Uh. a lot of embellishment. It's got way too many words, Mm -hmm. or it's sometimes it's, too technical. And so I wanna cut out the bullshit. I wanna help mm-hmm. people communicate easily, efficiently and effectively by getting rid of the lying and getting rid of the exaggerations and, 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 and use as few words as necessary, which mm-hmm. is what journalists do and make the technical easy to understand, which is what journalists do. <laughs> so I've come together and brought everything as, as a I use a concept called no BS marketing, which uh. basically means truth in advertising. So know, when, anything you want to write about, we're going to use the truth, and that's going to be where we start.
0: I, I like I like the concept, no BS marketing. But before we even get to that, I want to go back. So you were a journalist, right? Yeah. <laughs> a report yeah. Tell us
1: more about that. How'd you How'd you get into that in the first place? I knew when I was 11 years old. I knew I wanted to be a sports writer. That was like the be all end all job. Going to a sporting <laughs> event and writing about it. Just the greatest job. <laughs> in the world and i did it and i did it for like 12 years at at newspapers in los angeles nice and so i covered just about everything and of course la lots of sports yeah so I, i the only things i never covered were the world series and a super bowl oh my god because those are the only two things that i just wasn't high enough on the ladder to do uh and the the year that i left newspapers is when the angels went to the world Series, so I missed out on that and uh, there hasn't been a super bowl in LA since 94 and I wasn't <laughs> high enough on the on the echelon to get there so I have those are the only two things I haven't done every you name it I've done everything else and That's I love it. it was great it was awesome and so I always wanted to deal in in truth and I always wanted mm-hmm. to write what I thought was creatively of course you know creative journalism is different mm-hmm. than speech writing, you know, I'm not JFK and I'm not Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> but I have uh, enough background and, and, and ability to use words to still convey the story. And I find yeah. journalism to be a way and an, a venue to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in newspapers, I spent a lot of time writing about athletes who overcame these great adversities to excel on the field of competition or the floor, or the ice or the rink or whatever. Yeah. Well, I can still do that now. But for businesses, but for businesses, I like that. I like, so t- tell me
0: more about this, right? So how do you I mean? Cause there are a lot of marketing companies out there. So how do you determine, you know, what kind of clients you want to work with or they do, or they choose you kind of give me a little more details on that
1: end. The clients I want to work with respect journalism. Mm-hmm. Okay. And recognize that they have an ability to communicate. In a, mm-hmm. in a different non-salesy way, even though, they're, mm-hmm. they're, even though it is still a salesy way. So PR firms are great, and ad agencies are great, and marketing agencies are great. Digital specialists are great because they have clients who need content written, Okay, and I can write 23 different types of content, or, or I can edit 17 yeah. types of content. So you
0: partner with the
1: agencies,
0: the marketing agencies, the ad agencies to help their clients. Yeah. So your
1: goal is to really
0: build relationship with those agencies because they can bring you business.
1: That's true. And also website designers. Let me add the fifth one. But along the way, I have found a second pool of clients. These are solo entrepreneurs who like what I have to sell, who Mm -hmm. like the need to do truth. Uh, Financial advisors and, and life coaches are two fields and two industries that I've definitely connected with. I think because again, it's there's a no nonsense approach. And in the financial world, well, you've yeah. got these compliance issues. So yeah. one way to get around compliance is to be honest. Mm. They compliance officers love honesty. Of course, because it makes their job easier, you know. They're not, it's no fluffs. Exactly. Right? And, and no life coaches also, yet. life coaches also love the honesty because they're out there telling their clients like it is and how it is. Well, they yeah. use someone like me to further that message because they've that's got the a business. brand. These people have <laughs> brands that are honesty-based. And, and while I don't come up with the brand, I can write the hell out of it. You tell that's me amazing. what the brand is and I'll write to it. So uh, I got a couple questions on that for you, right? Because
0: you've been, you've been building your business. You have those different, uh, you know, legged stool that you're focused on. Uh, with everything that's been going on in the world right now, What has been one of your biggest challenges growing your business?
1: And this is a challenge that actually predates COVID. Mm. But it still continues to be a challenge. Tell me more. Just because you came up with a clever tagline does not make you a writer. (laughs) I want you to elaborate on that because that's like a whole nother show. Tell me more about that. (laughs) The issue is that people don't recognize the value that a writer or an editor that I, like me, brings. Mm-hmm. You know, you would hire a professional to you know, drain your pipe, paint your house, fix your roof, design your website, yeah. conduct market research, pu- publicize your cause, you know, whatever. But then they don't recognize that the person who writes the words is just as important. so they think they can do it themselves and they can't do it as effectively as a professional can do that's a big challenge that's the issue it's also
0: time consuming too because you still got to run your business and then you got to focus on writing your copy and so forth so having someone like you it becomes extremely beneficial now um with your business tell us more about the organization is it harder to scale because if you get like 15 20 30 clients then it's copy to be written. How do you do it? Do you have a team that's working for you? Kind of give us the details on that. End.
1: I am a solo practitioner. Give mm. me 30 clients and I'll hire people. Yes. Ah. I want
0: that. That's a wonderful
1: <laughs> problem to have.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. So what have you seen to be, you know, your biggest win, uh, right now with everything that's going on?
1: I'm in a, process in uh, in which I am joining networking groups around the country when I was uh-huh. you know just here in LA and even though LA is a really big city I felt yeah. like I was coming up against the law of diminishing returns how come I just felt like people well, number one they weren't recognizing the value that I bring and or they didn't have the money mm. and I took the opportunity that COVID gave me to join networking groups in other parts of the country Uh or the world, because I was also briefly in one that was based out of Toronto. Mm. And what I have found in these other groups are two things. One, people recognize the value Mm. that a writer brings, and they have the money. I'll give you a story. One of the first networking calls I ever went on nationally yeah uh, i met a guy in uh, delray beach florida and he needed some website copy written mm-hmm. and he was spelling it out he's okay i need this i need this and i need yeah. this, and this and it'll probably cost me about two thousand mm-hmm. dollars and i was thinking to myself Normally I would charge about six hundred, but yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And it dawned on me: here's a guy who I just met who recognizes the need, yeah, and is willing to pay for it, yeah. And so suddenly I was able to raise my rates Mm -hmm. commensurate with the experience that I have, because even though I've been on my own for fifteen years, I've been doing this for thirty. Wow, wow! So uh, uh, that's that's huge, right there. You talked about. Because
0: of everything that's going on with COVID, you decided to explore and expand your network. And by going to this different networking group from people from all over the country, now you're having conversation and relationship that led to new business. That's that right. Massive. And I'm assuming what's the plan for 2021, you know, the new year, how do you plan to use that?
1: Oh, I plan to continue to do what I'm doing. Okay. So get involved no- with more... There's no reason to stop. I'm seeing benefits. You know, mm. I'm investing time and money. I'm talking to you from a computer that I just bought earlier <laughs> this month, <laughs> and so I've had to. I have spent money. I'm yeah. in networking groups that that charge yeah. a lot of money. I mean, there's one group I'm in that pay that I'm sure I'm paying two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah, but it's an I investment. I never thought. I would pay that much. I mean, it just seemed insane. (laughs) Because I believe that whatever I pay in, I've got to get more than that out. Of course. It gotta be a return on investment. Right. And you know, know, I joined this one group in April Mm -hmm. and you know, in in four months, I made enough to pay for the whole year. That's amazing. So the plan is to continue what I am doing. That's fantastic. Now Uh,
0: I guess uh, another question for you, right? Because you've been doing this for so long. You've worked with a lot of different companies and in industry, right? What do
1: you value the most about what you do? There is, for me at least, there is an inherent joy in telling the truth, in, in putting out a message
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is truth-based. There's something very uh, good about that. And one reason I think is because when you use the truth and yeah, you put yeah. out a message that is honest, then you can defend it, you can promote it. Okay. You don't have to worry about, oh, what did I say? Oh yeah, there's this little bit of a lie I need to remember. You don't have to do any of that. Yeah. And if there is somebody out there who's skeptical and challenges or questions mm-hmm. your message, it's a lot easier to respond because yeah. you're coming from a place of honesty. You're not hiding Definitely. anything. Yeah, You know, in the example of a product, pick a product. Well, this is what the product does. This is why it's great. This is what, how and why you'll benefit from using it. Yeah. All of it is truth. It's all honest. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. say, you know, I'm not gonna, I've had people tell me that this product cures cancer, which is bullshit. Wow. They don't, nothing cures cancer. And, and wow. they, or, or, they'll, or they'll say it in a way that they will lead people to, impl- that people will pick up an implication. Mm-hmm. No, that's wrong.
0: So I, I have another question for you that comes to that, right? So with all the clients that you work with, what have you seen some of the copy that you've written for them? How has that impacted their business? Can you share an example?
1: There was a pool contractor guy builds swimming pools Mm -hmm. so i wrote you know copy new copy for his website Mm -hmm. using you know what he said and talking about all the great ways that and the processes that he uses in in building swimming pools Mm -hmm. i also threw in a little seo because that way his his website copy can get found Mm -hmm. and his business went way up nice that's Power of copywriting. (laughs) Power of SEO copywriting, exactly.
0: I love it. So I'm assuming you have some type of framework or process when you work with clients. What does that look
1: like? It involves a lot of questions. Again, go back to being a journalist. Yeah. They ask a lot of questions and they don't just ask yes or no. They ask who, what, where, when, how, and why questions. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you know, a lot and they're going to answer a lot. And, yeah. and they, and I do that for a couple of reasons. One is so I can learn more, but, but the more information you have, mm-hmm. the better it is to write because that way you only use the best bits of information and you can discard the rest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, a newspaper article, I may talk to the person for an hour and I may write 500 words and I may leave 1500 words off, gotcha. because number one, I don't have the space, but number two, it's not as important. It's not yeah. as critical. Yeah. Well, the same with with um with a client. I'll, I will ask a lot of questions, and I will use the information that works best for the purpose, mm-hmm. whatever that person is trying to accomplish, whatever that message is.
0: Gotcha. So we're talking more like it.
1: It doesn't matter if
0: it's like a branding kit or website. You spend about, I guess, thirty minutes to an hour asking a lot of questions. Then you go back, create the draft, and then follow up with them, uh, two, three revisions until they agree, and then get it updated.
1: That's basically you. You basically hit it on the head. So, so, and I want to, I want to emphasize something that you just said by using these words. Everything I do requires collaboration. And 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 that's not always true with copywriting. A lot of times, a writer will say, "I'm sorry." A client will tell a writer, "Do this." Yeah. The writer will say, "Okay," and then do it. Yeah. The client, my clients, say, "Do this," and I'll say, "Why," or "How," or "When," mm-hmm. and I'll well, ask a lot of questions. And and yeah. so. Clients tell me that that I go above and beyond what they're expecting because I won't just take their word for it. I will think critically as a journalist would and and parse out what they're saying. And a lot of times what they'll say is I'll ask a question and they'll talk for a minute and I'll Mm -hmm. say, oh, so what you mean is, and I'll say it in one sentence and they'll go, exactly. So I just cut out all that bullshit. Yeah, you simplified the message down to the key sentence.
0: Yeah. Simplifying the message, which take me to, to one of our uh, last question is what is one tip you would, you know, suggest, or you would give out to any business owners out there. We have a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that listen to the podcast. What's that one tip that you would like to share with them that can help their business with all the years of experience you, you have running yours?
1: I think every quarter you ought to examine your communications whether that's online or written or oral, whatever communications you have out there, hmm. you should have a plan and you should analyze it and examine it every quarter. Just make sure that it's meeting your goals, whatever those goals are. If it's money, if it's publicity, if it's attention, if it's more hits on the website. Why every quarter? It's a nice round number. Okay. Because- Quarterly, you may, okay, let's say, let's say I've done a marketing plan for you. Uh-huh. Okay. After the first quarter, well, there's there's nothing to see because it, it's too soon. You might, uh-huh. you might notice a tiny bit of increase
0: uh-huh. in
1: whatever you want. So you take a look and you see if there's a little bit of increase. And if and if and if it's working, great. If it's not, we'll try something else. And then after the second quarter, so six months in, uh-huh. you should start to really see if it's working or not. And if it's working, why is it working? Yeah, and and can you replicate? Can you continue, or do you still need to tinker a little bit? And if it's not working, what new direction do you want to take? It's not something you should do annually because annually take is is a year's a long time. You yeah. and we don't know from twenty twenty, it's been a really long <laughs> year. But I don't think a year. I think you need to do it more than a year, so you can more refresh. You can ref- Yes, you can. You can refresh. And you can analyze mm-hmm. more regularly how your communications plan is working.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. So uh,
0: I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to this and they have tons of questions about their communication plan. How do people get in touch with you?
1: Uh, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> my, my website Lee That's LeeBarnathan.com. That's L-E-E B-A-R N-A-T-H-A-N.com. Mm-hmm. Another website: NoBSMarketingSolutions.com. Okay. I'm on LinkedIn. Good. Good. Go to LinkedIn. <laughs> the name Lee Barnathan. You know, type it in. Ask to connect. Be sure you mention that you you heard me on jules Bears podcast because a lot of good. times if I don't recognize the name I may ignore it but if mm. I know that it came from your pod from this podcast I'll be more likely to want to talk to you and be willing awesome. to talk to you that's awesome and feel free to see me in networking groups I mean I'm, I'm on <laughs> zoom a lot <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever get zoomed out
1: <laughs> I have days where yeah if I'm on zoom for like four hours in a row mm. um that's it, I'm done. You get, you, get mentally, yeah. uh, you get mentally drained. I hear you. And it's a different kind of mental drainage than if I'm sitting on my butt in front of my computer writing all day. <laughs> it's a different kind of mental energy. That, of I course, uh, I prefer, definitely.
0: Good, good. So guys, you heard it from here. Definitely reach out to Lee if you have any questions about your copy and communication. He can definitely help. Thank you, sir, for your time. This was amazing guys have an amazing day cheers
1: thanks for listening to small biz tips for more subscribe to our youtube channel and connect on linkedin and instagram at jeff abe online and check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com